Have you ever realized that the logic of this world could be totally holding you back and keeping you uh, throttled, locked down, out of your destiny, and yet this is the very thing that really the world celebrates? But did you know that God doesn't? He doesn't celebrate the worldly logic. He doesn't celebrate that. There's a better way. And is there something that you may not have known about worldly logic versus being led by the Spirit that could totally let your life go to another level? That's what we're talking about today, how to not get locked up with worldly logic, how to get free from that and move by the Spirit of God. And so what I'd like for us to do is let's first just jump into Romans chapter 8. And I want, I want to show you something here. Romans chapter 8. This was a great topic, and I really want us to discuss this. Yeah. Uh, I'll teach as we talk. But if you look at Romans chapter 8, I want to show you this. The first thing to escape a life that is uh, bound by worldly logic, the, mm -hmm. first, the first step in that is to realize that worldly logic is not God's way, yeah. right? Because yeah. worldly logic is based off of one experience and the corruption of a corrupted world. Yeah. And so it's always going to be limited. There's always going to be a ceiling yeah. with worldly logic. There's always going to be that. We don't, and if we operate by that, if worldly logic becomes our source, then we also are limited because of that. And so when we look in the first step of stepping out of that, uh, being held back by that logic is to recognize it's not God's way. Put that in the comments right now, if you would, is that worldly, world, <laughs> worldly logic, worldly logic and wisdom, there's a lot of W's and L's right there, worldly logic and wisdom are not God's way. Yeah. They're corrupted and yeah. limited. And you can put that in the comments. Worldly logic and wisdom is corrupted and limited. And let's look at this, especially in Hebrews uh, chapter 8 and verse 6. Romans. For Romans, yeah, Romans, I was okay. in Hebrews second. Romans chapter 8, verse 6. For the mind set on the flesh is death, mm -hmm. but the mindset on the spirit is life and peace. Because the mindset on the flesh is hostile towards God, for it does not subject itself to the law of God, and it's not able to do so. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Yeah. So the mind that's set on the flesh. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the issue that we've had with that and not seeing as far into that as we need is we think that the mindset on the flesh is simply just sinful thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And we've attributed a mindset on the flesh is thinking something evil. But yeah. what we've missed in that is that a mindset on the flesh is not just always sinful. You can actually have some good in the flesh, but the origination mm -hmm. source was not from God. Yeah. In other words, it was a good thought, but not a God thought. Yeah. It still did not come from God. It came from the flesh. It came from what the world calls good, what the world calls okay. Yeah. And even God may call it okay, but not what he wants to do right now. In other words, it can be a wisdom and a logic that whose source and origination didn't come from God. That means it's not going to be in the spirit. 
The Holy Spirit is going to take from God and share with us what God wants to do in that. His wisdom, his logic, heavenly wisdom, heavenly logic, godly wisdom, godly logic. That's the only thing that's going to come from the Spirit. But a mindset on the flesh is one that looks to the flesh as its source. It's not just sin. It's, it looks to the flesh as its source. So yeah. if you think about this, notice in back in Psalms, one of the things it says is, you will know more than your instructors. Yeah. Now, if you think about that, I'm in school being instructed. How can I know more than my instructors? Logically, that's impossible. Yeah. Logically, that doesn't make sense in, in the majority of cases. But God's dishing it out like it's a blessing for everybody. Right. Now, how can he do that? Because what happens is when your source is God and your source is not the flesh, then you're not having to pull and, and be limited to what the flesh can pull in and what the world can teach you. God can give you a supernatural wisdom that you didn't have before. You have no physical means or logical means to have it. God can give it to you, expound on things, and show you things. That origin is very, very important. So, like, if you went to school, not everything everything in school would necessarily be bad or sinful, right? There would be some facts. You know, you learn about gravity. Gravity's not bad. Gravity's not sinful. But it is, it is a worldly logic and a worldly wisdom. Now, God set up gravity in that yeah. way. But you could be taught something but the Holy about gravity in the flesh and in the physical. But the yeah. Lord could take and give you some wisdom about gravity. I would say like Einstein. Like Einstein knew some things about gravity, and he had ideas about gravity long before science had proved it out. It was a supernatural thing. Same thing with like George Washington Carver, right? He had a wisdom that didn't come from just the lab. He got a wisdom from God. Then he went into the lab, and that's how he had all the different inventions. His source and his origination point was the spirit, not just Mm -hmm. the flesh. So when we understand that what it's talking about in Romans 8 is not just a sinful flesh, but the origination source of our thoughts, then we can see that we can be very limited and bound because we've not made God our source and the Holy Spirit, therefore, the source of our wisdom and logic. All right, And that's what you see in that verse in Psalms. If you're going to know more than your instructors, you're going to have to have a different input than just what the world can teach you or has taught you. You need a supernatural supply. That comes from a mindset on the spirit and not locked down under logic, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Can you see that? And so once we see that that is the flow that God has for us, then one of the things that we can do is we can start to step into the place where God will show us how to live, how to move, how to act. You know, I've had, uh, I've watched it through the years where when I've turned to the Holy Spirit instead of worldly wisdom and logic, I would be prepared for things ahead of time. I would be prepared. Uh, I would know things that I needed to do even though I didn't know why I needed to do them. Worldly logic would have never taught me that, but the Holy Spirit will teach you that. Yeah. If you go into Proverbs, uh, turn, if you would, uh, to Proverbs 24 and verse 3 and 4. 
Proverbs 24 and verse 3 and 4. All right, now, if you look at Proverbs 24 and verse 3 and 4, it says, By wisdom a house is built, by understanding it is established, and with knowledge it is filled with all precious and pleasant riches, yeah. right? Yeah. And so one of the things that you see is you see, I, I love this, these two verses because you see three different things that God gives and you see uh, three the fruit that each one of them produces. Right. Now, uh, basically, wisdom speaks to a learned skill, right? Yeah. Wisdom speaks to a learned skill, like you go to school and you learn how to do that. You see that knowledge is simply what knowledge is. It's knowledge of God, knowledge of knowledge of those things. Understanding actually speaks mm -hmm. to something different. So by wisdom, a house is built. In other words, you will understand how to build the house of your life or even how to build a real house as you study and get skilled in carpentry and things like that. You'll be able to build it. You'll be able to fill that house when you know that God wants it to be filled uh, by through knowledge. And this is obviously talking about when you read it in context. It's talking about not knowledge from the world, but knowledge of, of God and yeah. from God, wisdom mm -hmm. from God, understanding from God. That's the context of all of this. And so it's not just talking about the wisdom of the world or the knowledge mm -hmm. of the world. And specifically, understanding speaks to this, all right? Yeah. I want to focus in on the understanding. So when we know who God is and we get a revelation, a spiritual revelation of the knowledge of God, he will fill your house with all pleasant and, and uh, precious riches, right? Mm -hmm. This is many people, many people don't know God and they don't have these things in operation because they honestly don't know him and haven't gotten a spiritual revelation of who he is. Yeah. Now, what you see, though, is you kind of can have a fleshly uh, wisdom that teaches me how to build the house. You can have some knowledge of things that'll fill it. But understanding specifically speaks to being led by the Spirit. Understanding yeah. means this, when it says by, by understanding it is established. That mm -hmm. word established means this, that it is true. It is standing straight, and it is well-founded. So it's yeah. well-founded, it stays standing upright, and uh, it is true. In other words, uh, plum is, is a word where a plumb line is where you actually have a point and you drop uh, by gravity a weight at the end of the string, and that line, when it settles down and it's not moving, it'll show you the exact level up and down. It'll show you the exact straight up and down line uh, that's called a plumb line. That's what this word means. Established means that wall and that you're building, it is not leaning. It yeah. is straight up and down. It is established. It is well-founded, and it will not move. It will not be moved in that way. Yeah. Now, this is where the understanding comes in because understanding speaks to a supernatural revelation of God. A supernatural revelation of God. So let me give you an example of this. This is, how the, this is how the Lord showed me. When you're building a house, you may have the wisdom to build a house. Now, how many houses have you seen that have gone through a storm? You've gone, they've gone through a storm, and they were completely wiped away. We've seen the pictures. Hurricanes come in. Yeah, different yeah. things come in, and it wipes it away. 
Understanding speaks to this. You may have the wisdom to build a house, but you need understanding for it to stand, right? You need understanding for it to survive what's coming. What it means is this. You need the understanding of the Spirit of God. You need revelation from the Spirit of God to put into that house what wisdom wouldn't put into it. In other words, maybe you have on that wall an extra brace. And in that house, you didn't build it like everybody else did, but by understanding, the Holy Spirit uh, spoke to you and said, put this extra brace in there. And while everybody else who wasn't listening to the Lord or being led by the Spirit, their house gets blown over. Yours is standing, and now it's a refuge for people that, that have a need. In other words, God will give it to his people that they will be strong, and when the storm comes and other people haven't listened to him, he has set up a supply and a people that will still have a shelter that other people can take refuge in yeah. and give glory to God. And so one of the things that you see is by paying attention to the Holy Spirit and having a mind set on the Spirit, God will not just get you through life. He will cause you to thrive in life. He will cause you to stand when other things don't. Uh, remember the house built on the, the rock versus the house built on the sand. Part of why they're there is because they build it on the wisdom of God. They build it on the rock of God. They didn't just build it like they could in the world. It wasn't yeah. just worldly wisdom. It was godly wisdom. And yeah. godly wisdom and understanding will give you that special oomph that your life will stand and be founded and be established. It, in other words, it won't not be established. Understanding will keep it established. And that specifically understanding is a supernatural revelation from the Spirit of God. Yeah. So why are we talking about that? Because if we don't understand that there's a logic higher than this world's logic and a wisdom and an understanding higher than this world's wisdom, we won't have any desire to, to get into fellowship with God, and we'll just lock ourselves down to what everybody else is doing. But when you see these pieces of supernatural wisdom and logic in the, in the Word, then you start to see there's more out there I can grab yeah. a hold of yeah. through, the, through the Spirit of God. There's more out there I can grab a hold of. And now you will open up your thinking to say, all right, Lord, show me how to do this. Show me how to have a mind not set on a fleshly origin, but a mind set on spiritual origins. We're in the world, but not of the world. And it'll help you to start seeing there's more than the logic that we've relied on so far. Most of the time, the problem that I've found is the logic that we've been taught has served us okay. And so because of that, we've turned to it as our source worldly logic as our source instead yeah. of opening ourselves up to God's wisdom yeah. and logic, yeah. you see? And yeah. so we've, by, you know, in action, we've actually said, no, this is serving me okay. There, I don't have to go to the extra or the, or right. the higher level right. because I'm surviving with this logic. And sometimes, you know, uh, I've got some friends that, I mean, they are brilliant. But when you start leaning on your own worldly logic and brilliance as your source instead of God and the Spirit as your source, 
you start to worship that and actually what was their strength becomes their weakness. And then I've watched many people uh, that have more uh, intelligence actually get bound by that intelligence and their intelligence will not allow them to operate in faith. Well, of course, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So you're setting yourself up for that. It's like a salesman who enters into the kingdom of God and he's used all these worldly tactics. Now he's in a different kingdom. He's translated from a kingdom of darkness into the kingdom mm-hmm. of light in Colossians 1.13. And you see those old worldly logical tactics for sales, they're not going to work in this new kingdom. You are not going to flourish in that new kingdom. Well, it's the same way with our thinking. Those, that old way of thinking, according to worldly logic, it's not going to operate the same in this new kingdom that operates on the wisdom and, and logic of God. Think about this. If we're believers, do we want to operate by world's ways or God's ways? God's ways. And does God operate on worldly logic? And does God operate by all the experiences that we've had? No, God's the one that created the earth that gave us those experiences before there was corruption. His whole kingdom operates on the spirit, not on physical laws, right? He doesn't operate by physical laws. If he did, I wouldn't be here. God performed a miracle, physical miracle, or I would not be alive today, right? And many of us have those stories. So praise God, his kingdom doesn't operate by that logic. It's a higher logic. It's a higher wisdom. And it's at the root of everything that we do. We can see that in, you can put this in the comments, Hebrews 11 and verse 3. Hebrews 11, 3, you can go go ahead and uh, read that real quick. Basically, it says this, that the world was formed and framed. Uh, The things that you see were made from things which do not appear. Read that if you would. It says, by faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. So what that verse tells us is that the kingdom of God is in operation and actually everything that we see had a foundation on yeah. in things we could not see. And so if all of our logic and all of our reason is based off of only what we can see, we're yeah. severely limiting ourselves. And why am I, why am I talking about this? Because if we're going to escape the worldly logic that's bound us, we have to see that that worldly logic is inferior to yeah. God's wisdom yeah. and logic, you see? Yeah. And, and we're looking at these different scriptures. In other words, this is why people can get healed. Physically, they may be sick or broke in their body, mm-hmm. but then we can enact a spiritual wisdom and logic, the anointing that's available in the spirit where we can't see it, we can't touch it all the time, We can sense it and feel it at times when it manifests in the physical, but not it's not always where we can feel it and touch it. It's not by our senses, it's by faith. We know that it's there, we see that it's there in God's word and in his truth. So when we see that, all of a sudden we'll pray, we'll release something that's unseen in the flesh. It doesn't make sense. It's illogical in the flesh. It doesn't make sense. And then all of a sudden, somebody's 
arm grows out. Their, their yeah. bones go back together. Snap, crackle, pop, and all of a sudden they're better again. You know, that's how that works. And yeah. it happens all the time. Literally, I mean, yeah. we've watched cancers disappear in this ministry. We're not talking about logic here that beat that sickness. We're talking about there was a wisdom of God and a spiritual logic that was available that yeah. we applied, and it superseded what we could see with our eyes. Yeah. When we see that, we understand that living by a worldly logic and a worldly wisdom, and then let me put it this way, a wisdom that is generated and the source of it is the flesh. Yeah. It is the flesh. It's physical. It's what we can see. It's, it's scientific laws that we can see and yeah. understand. And now we're, now we're getting into it. If I can understand it, I'll believe it. No, you just completely limited yourself because you just pushed away every spiritual law because the spiritual laws are not apprehended by your understanding of it. They're apprehended by your faith that God will give you what you need. He'll give you a wisdom more than what your fleshly brain can just understand, what your logical brain can understand. He'll give you a wisdom. Remember, it, it says 1 John 2.20, mm -hmm. you have the unction or you have the anointing and you know. In other words, the spiritual anointing will cause you to know things you didn't know before, you couldn't have known before. And that's how a student can know more than their instructor. That's how a body that was physically sick and broken can be supernaturally healed. That's yeah. how when you know fire and, and gas came together, it didn't explode, and I'm still here today and not dead, yeah. right? There is a wisdom above that supersedes our worldly, fleshly wisdom, and it's the wisdom of God. And whether somebody chooses to believe that or not doesn't mean it's not there. Like, we see yeah. it all the time. I mean, do yeah. we not see it yeah. in the ministry all the yeah. time? It's active. It's in operation. God is alive and well. He's healing and saving his people all the time. We see it constantly. I mean constantly here. Yeah. All right. So once we see that, then we start, to, we start to recognize there's a wisdom that's higher. And as you understand that there's a wisdom and, and that's higher, and I'm not to be moved by the flesh— right? And a, a mind set on the flesh is yeah. death. Or another way to say that is a mind set on the flesh is a death to the provision. It's a lack. There's always lack attached to a mind that's set on the flesh. There's yeah. always, put that in the comments, there's always lack attached to a mind set on the flesh. Mm -hmm. There's always lack attached. In other yeah. words, you might get by, but you won't have what you could have, right? But right. there's always, and then you can put this in the comments as well, there's always an abundance in a mindset on the spirit. Because yeah. he says a mindset on the spirit is life and peace. In other words, when he says life, it's not just life, it's life to the full till it overflows. When you look at John 10.10, 10, that's how he always means it. He never wants you to have just enough life. He wants you to have life to the full till it overflows. That's yeah. his heart. And yeah. so a, life, a, a mind that is set on the flesh always has lack. A mind that's set on the spirit always has abundance. Yeah. And so, all right, when we see that, we can easily say, when we see that, we understand that from Scripture, 
we can easily say, I can be limiting myself if I don't get out of this fleshly thinking. I've got to let the Lord, by faith, help me to see things over and above that. And I've got to meditate on his ways, his laws, and watch this, and make him the source. And so knowing that will help us to see why I need to stop thinking after the flesh. I need to stop just letting logic be my source. And you think about it, if you get into a jam and you're trying to come up with a solution, and now you have these two different sources to pull from, the logic and the wisdom of a corrupted world of the flesh, or the logic and wisdom of Almighty God who loves me and delights in the prosperity of his, which one should I pull from? Yeah. I should obviously pull from God who loves me and has good plans for me, but if every time that I'm faced with that situation, instead of looking at God, I just zone in on the flesh. No, I got to do, then I've made logic my source, and I'm going to constantly, constantly be limited from what I could have. Mm-hmm. Now, how do we get around this? Well, we get into a fellowship with God. You know, Jesus said this. He said, I'm, the Holy Spirit's going to come to you, and the Holy Spirit will disclose all things to you. See, we have a promise. Well, I don't know that I can hear from him. No, he said that you would be able to hear from him. Don't fear that you can't hear from him. You know, it's like, I'm not even going to try because I'm going to miss it because I'm not good. (laughs) We we never brought good to the table in the first place. How can he make these promises, you know? How can he make any promises to us if it was based on how good we are? No, (laughs) without Jesus, we are not enough. But with God, he is more than enough. He will meet us where we are and make it to overflow. Stop fearing what you might miss and move into the place where you say, Lord, I receive this revelation. I receive who you are in my life, and I'm going to walk with you. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I I really love that Hebrews 11.3 verse because there's there's something that you've said all the time and that is, there's always, there's always more going on in any given situation than what we really Correct. know. For the, like, for the most part, there's always something going on more than we know. And, yeah. like, I mean, we can just see that even just speaking of logical knowledge and stuff, we can see that, you know, a long time ago when they were creating maps and stuff, all logic seemed to point that the world was flat. <laughs> you know, that yeah. the earth was flat. All logic seemed... You know, why would it be a circle? We would just kind of like fall off the bottom of the circle. That doesn't seem to make sense. But there was more going on than what they knew. There's the yeah. gravity and all that and stuff. And there was more going on than what they knew. So yeah. they couldn't just go based off of what they knew at that point. Because while Correct. they knew a lot back then, there was a lot more that they didn't know. And it's the same right now. We haven't reached a place where, you know, just in the earth we know everything but yeah. even in situations, like with with just people that we're interacting with, there's been so many times where all logic of everything that I know in a situation points that I should be offended at someone. And all logic seems to point there's there's no reason why I shouldn't be offended. And there's been so much that I haven't known, so much more that's going on behind the scenes that I haven't known, but Holy Spirit has. Yeah. And the yeah. point is, there's... There's almost always stuff that we don't know in any given situation. There is. There's more going on than we will ever know. But 
God does know. So why wouldn't yeah. we pull on that supply from him who knows everything that's going on in that situation, and he has the right answer? Whether it makes logical sense or not, I could travel back in time and tell them, hey, guys, the earth isn't flat. It's actually a circle. Well, they would be so confused at me. They would think yeah. I was stupid for saying that because that doesn't make any sense. But there's more going on than what they knew back then. And it's the same way when we hear from Holy Spirit, whether it makes logical sense or not, doesn't really matter because there's more stuff going on than what yeah. I know. Yeah. But we've got to trust in God enough that we know, okay, God, you know everything. You also love me. So if you yeah. if you know everything and you're telling me to do something, you're asking me to do something, it's because it's the best thing for me. So why yeah. would I rely on just what I know when that's limited? Let me rely on God's yes. omniscience. Yeah, yeah. And and think about this. All right, here here's a really good point. Is if God, you know, we we talked about it as like if everything we know is in this circle, is it possible that there's more than what we know? Of course there yeah. is. And in other words, we have it's funny when I watch people get locked down in their thinking and they get so absolute on it, you know, God doesn't exist. It's like Okay, for you to make the statement that God doesn't exist, that's actually a statement of faith that takes greater faith to believe that yeah. than it does for me to believe in God, right? Yeah. Because what you're actually saying is that I know everything there ever is to know enough to prove that God's not there. But you don't, so you're actually making a huge statement of faith yeah. in that way. Now, think about this, but what we don't know, God knows it all, yeah. right? He knows yeah. all of that. Now imagine, yeah. imagine if God took everything He knows and He just dumped it like Matrix downloaded it <laughs> into your brain, right? Yeah. I feel like we would burn up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like our brain would go. <laughs> you know, it's like I think that would be it. You know, we yeah. would just like. And, and now think about this. <laughs> But we were made in his image and likeness yeah. and able to process more than what a corrupted brain can do. Yeah. We're made in his image and likeness. Yeah. So if we operate, if we try to handle all of the spiritual yeah. capacity simply by the logic of a fleshly brain, our brain is going to get locked up. You know, it's going to get locked up. Yeah. Now watch. And that's what happens to many people. When they try to figure everything out, their brain just goes in overdrive and they get so tired and so weary over it because they're trying to do it fleshly yeah. instead yeah. of letting the Holy Spirit develop it yeah. from, their, from the in, inside out, yeah. from the inner man, the spirit man. They're trying to handle it from the outside in and they're doing it the wrong way. It's the wrong flow. And so a lot of times when people are trying to process things and even process, like it's like you watch people when you talk about tongues, like they will get so locked up in their brain because it's something that their brain is not designed to understand. You have to have spiritual help. You have yeah. to have supernatural help to get those things. Yeah. The, the feeling, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you have to get spiritual help to understand those things and to know those things. Right. Um, and your spirit can know it so easily, but your physical brain would get would trip over it, right? Right. 
And so if you ever find yourself like you're just trying to figure out this fleshly thing and physical thing, just stop. Stop trying to figure it out because if God actually gave you everything and you were able to process it in your brain, it would lock it up. So yeah. stop doing it that way. You're, that is proof you're doing it the wrong way. Right. Yeah. If it's not easy and light, you're, you're approaching yeah. that problem the wrong way. You're approaching it from a fleshly mindset and not a spiritual mindset. Yeah. And how many of us have done it? I've done it. Plenty mm-hmm. of done that. That's part of the way that I learned not to do it. One of the greatest <laughs> examples that I, I was like, this is not right. Like, obviously, something's not right. What is that? And that's when the Lord started taking me to the Word and showing me how those things come. One of the greatest examples I have of this is Brother Tracy. Brother Tracy has spiritual and supernatural revelation. Mm -hmm. And when he ministers, especially when I first met him, it was like drinking out of a fire hose, right? I mean, it was like I could not process it all. I could not take it all in. He's ministering not by—he's not ministering— by logic. He's no. ministering by the no. Spirit of God that yeah. has no limitations. And as I tried to process it with my limited fleshly thinking and logic, what happened? I was like, I can't, like, I'm not even taking notes. Only, what do these notes even mean? You know? And uh, it's like, anyway, I just stopped. I didn't, yeah. And that was one, I just stopped. And yeah. then I was looking at that verse that says, you have the anointing and you know. And God told me, he said, you're not going to be able to understand everything he's saying, flowing by the Spirit, by your brain anyway. And I was like, that's true. You got a point. Yeah, that's true. I was like, and if I didn't know it, I know it now. But um, And then I just stopped and I yeah. just purposed myself. I knew he's a man of God. I know he's given me the word. I just purposed myself to receive spiritually what he was saying, not logically. Then I would go back and I'd read through what he was talking about. I'd read through those scriptures, but let the Holy Spirit develop that from the inside out, from Mm -hmm. the spirit man out. Well, it was very interesting because I remember those first few years, I was sitting there, I'm like, and I mean, it went on for like two or three years, uh, especially the first year, year and a half. I'm sitting there and I'm like, what the heck is he talking about? What like I am lost. And I'm not yeah. I'm not dumb. Like I can process <laughs> some stuff and I'm sitting there like I am lost. And then in yeah. in the second year after I'd purposed myself to just relax and let you know receive by the spirit that second and third year all of a sudden he'd be talking about like yep yep I get that I get that I get that. And I found myself catching more of it. Yeah. And then the fourth year, third, fourth year, I all of a sudden I'm like, oh man, I, I'm getting all of this, right? Yeah. And what had happened? My spirit man had taught me from the inside out. And now I had knowledge that came from God, yeah. not from me logically working it out, right? Yeah. And so if I if I receive from the spirit, but then I go back to utilizing logic to work it all out. I'm going to bind myself yeah. up. I'm, yeah. I'm going to lock myself down. I've got to see those truths in the Word and understand yeah. those things. I've, it's In services with Brother Tracy, when I have found myself just relaxing, it's interesting because sometimes what you end up receiving, it, it's so simple to your brain. Yeah. And, yeah. So when the Holy Spirit will bring something up, I have found it, my brain actually will say, that's too simple. And, yeah. like, you're not really receiving because that's too simple. Like, for instance, yeah. in the service with him one time, 
he was talking about the name of Jesus and talking about the inheritance that we receive yeah. through the name. And I remember it just came alive to me. And I'm like, I have an inheritance. Like he's given me a, a, a new yeah. family name. Like it's yes. the name. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, this it's the name of Jesus. And I'm like, and then I'm like, like my brain's like, you already know that. My brain's like, it's just that's simple, that's small, like that's not like a big deal. Know, was, so it was reversed where my yeah. my brain yeah. was actually saying, You didn't really receive anything because you already know that. That's just a simple fact. Yeah. Or my spirit yeah. was just like this it is exploded huge. Inside. Like, yeah. This is, we're yeah. just all like all my brain could comprehend was Jesus inheritance. <laughs> and my brain's not like really getting it, but I'm like, oh, I'm getting something yeah, right yeah. now. Like yeah. and um yeah. this is sometimes I've I've noticed in the services something will come up and I'm like, whoa. And it's revelation yeah. where yeah. I could say so so many other times I'm like, yes, we have an inheritance through the name of Jesus. Yay. But it didn't come alive to me. Yes. And that's where the, re that's different. That's where it's yeah. the Holy Spirit being the source or just my understanding being the source. It's totally, yeah. totally different. Yeah. So it's, I've noticed it's flipped in services where it's like, yeah. oh, that's too simple. It's like, no, it's profound. No, yeah, exactly. And I've, I've had the exact same experiences, even with the name of Jesus in that yeah. way. And you'll get it in your spirit. Your spirit, man, it explodes in revelation, but your brain's like, you, you already knew that. No, you had mental ascent on that, but mm -hmm. you didn't know it. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. Knew, you knew facts, but you didn't know revelation of yeah. it. You didn't have the understanding. Yeah. The understanding yeah. of it. Yeah. You knew it was true. You could answer the right answer on the test, but you're not living by it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? There's an yeah. understanding that comes to it. So in looking at how to step out of logic that holds you back, step one is recognize that worldly logic is inferior, right? Yeah. God's wisdom and logic is superior, right? Mm -hmm. That's the one. Recognize that. Step two is purpose yourself to operate by the Spirit, to, to live by the Spirit, right? Yeah. Uh, step three is, do, is this. Do what the Holy Spirit has already said to do. do. Or I could say it this way. Do what the Holy Spirit says, but let me remind you as a side note on that. He's already said quite a lot, yeah. right? So, for example, you had a great experience the other day uh, in Proverbs. Look up Proverbs 16.3. As she's going to that, I want to give you another story. So, so let, me, let me give you an example of this. So I had, for Christmas, for the last several years, okay, I'll, I'll try to clean this up and make it as short as possible, but I grew up in North Carolina. I don't really have a taste for the city. I grew up in rural North Carolina. I don't have mm -hmm. a taste for that. Literally, Nicole and I had a conversation one time. Uh, I really could care less if we ever went to New York City. Like, people talk about it and all that kind of stuff. I could care less. And then yeah. one year, and I meant that. That was a true, I meant that. And she meant it too. We both had the same feeling. Then one year, all of a sudden, it's like the Lord dropped New York City into my heart like, yeah. And I wanted to go there. And i like, I know this is God because <laughs> this is totally opposite from my flesh. Like, yeah. this is obvious. And it was a movement of the Spirit. Six months later, I'm asked to do a wedding in New York City, <laughs> and, and, and everything starts to piece together. Right. So Nicole and I actually take a few, all right, we're already going to be there to do this wedding. 
Nicole and I take a few extra days to go visit the city, see the sites, and just kind of explore some. Yeah. We fell in love with it, right? It was like, I, it was shocking to me. Both of, actually, we came away, and Nicole was like, I have to say, I enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, I have to say I liked it, and I probably will want to go again. And then we found ourselves, like, in the next year or so, like, longing yeah. to go back. Yeah. And I was like, you've got to be kidding. This doesn't even make sense to a country a country boy, you know, and a country yeah. girl in that way. And uh, so we're like, what in the world is this? But it, I'll tell you, it had a charm to us that I yeah. didn't. I could never see or experience without being there. But God knew that. Mm -hmm. Right. But my logic said mm -hmm. no. Right. right. All right. And then, so uh, we take the family up there for Christmas some years ago. We actually stayed on Times Square, and over Christmas, uh, we were there at Times Square. It was a neat experience and everything. Um, it also taught me that I like to be at home on Christmas Day. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was a really neat experience. We yeah. really enjoyed that. And then the year after that, the Lord said, take her. Uh, and I had it in my heart. Like, I, I know I needed to take her now. And I needed to take her this year. Mm -hmm. I had it in my heart that you might not be able to go back for a while, right? Then the lockdown happens. So I took her. We had such a great time. It was just her and I and for several days. And we had such a great time. And then, um, and Nicole says, it's true, I was not prepared for that response. <laughs> and uh, so then um, I took her back. Then the lockdown happens, and we, we can't go back there. Like, everything's locked down, all the, all the laws and everything. So then I had, uh, I had this, uh, this year, it started coming back up to me about New York. And I thought, I really would love to take Nicole back and just have some time up there and everything. And uh, now watch this. I knew it was from the Lord. I knew that, that God was leading it. But in the spirit, logically, we could have just gone and made that happen. Yeah. But in the spirit, something was off about it. Something was off. And I couldn't find what that was. I, yeah. I was like, something, like, I couldn't make plans because I've learned to live by the spirit and not by my logic. I, it's like, I know I'm supposed to go, but not this way. There's something yeah. off about it. And uh, so I was like, I'd like to take the kids to, and Nicole said, I'd like to take the kids up there, but I don't know how to do that. I don't know, like we didn't want to take everybody to fly up there without driving up there, which we didn't have time to drive up there. It'd be wasting yeah. a bunch of time to fly up there. You're looking at two grand for, for the five of us to fly up there. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how to do this. And I want to take you, like, I feel like we need to go this year, talking about this year. And, uh, but, and not wait another year. Like, I feel like we need to go, but I don't know how to do it. So I just prayed. I didn't go by logic. I didn't move. I just prayed, prayed in the Holy Ghost and everything. All of a sudden, the Lord, and in the spirit, the Lord says to me, he says, he says, because the issue was, you know, wasting money to take everybody up there right before Christmas and everything. That, and I wasn't sure that we needed to do that. I felt like there was a check against just spending the two grand for the yeah. plane, then another whatever two grand it is to get the hotel uh, for a few days, and I and I I just like something's there, and it's not it's not falling together. I know there's a wisdom and a logic in the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, what is that? Well, yeah. He loves to give you that stuff. And I'm sitting here, and and I'm just praying over. It. Then all of a sudden, while I'm praying over, it, praying in the Spirit, being led by the Spirit, He says yeah. this. He says, "You've got airline miles." 
He said, see what they are. And I'm thinking, I don't know if I have enough to, to get all of us up there, you know, in that way. And, and, and I went and checked on it. I had more than enough. I had double enough miles to get up there. So we were able to take the whole family and get on the plane. And, and it didn't cost us but like $56, I think, in tax, tax money because you have to pay for that part of it. Like yeah. It costs like 56 bu- uh, bucks to take the whole family up there. So now all we have is you know the expense of the hotel and while yeah. we're up there. And now as soon as that came together... The Lord said, I want you to take the whole family up there. That's why you couldn't get it right, but you needed to do it this way, and I was going to save you this money, which I didn't even consider that as an option. But the Holy Spirit brought me supernatural wisdom on it that I wouldn't have even looked at that, right? And I was just waiting. Instead of trying to figure it out or make something happen, I'm waiting for the Holy Spirit. What am I doing? I'm doing what the Lord has told me to do until he brings it into a physical logic. I'm being led by the Spirit. So the other day you had a situation. I've been telling you this stuff for years, basically. And and I've said, just do what you're supposed to do, right? So tell that story and how Proverbs fits into it. Well, and I didn't realize this, but when when you've been talking about worldly logic, you're you're all, you're talking about um reword this if you need to but you're you're talking about even making your understanding of the word your source yeah, yeah. so yeah. i this whole time like it wasn't clicking like what yeah. you were saying because i'm like it's not worldly logic i'm it's the bible like yeah. i'm i'm talking about the bible here i'm trying to find the answers in the bible i'm trying to find the godly wisdom yeah. that you're talking about but i was doing it with me as the source filtering biblical wisdom through your logic to make sure that it fit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So my logic and my understanding was my source, even if it was based on technically the word or biblical thing. To to make that clear, let me give an example. You've got supernatural wisdom, but then you were taking this high supernatural wisdom, bringing it back down into understanding it in your physical logic. Yeah. And actually stripping the power away because you were trying to get it to click in your mm-hmm. physical brain, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. can you see how we're actually taking that down? In other words, the if you have the unction and you know, or you have the anointing and you know, it doesn't come by filtering it, filtering spiritual wisdom and godly wisdom through a logical brain. The logical brain actually is the last stop on that. When I receive spiritual wisdom by faith, it'll cause my logical brain to catch up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so you, I, I had um, something that you guys, you and Pastor Cole have been talking to me for a long time, is making sure that emotions aren't running me. That you know, it's okay yeah. to have emotions, but they're not supposed to control you. You have to control them. And, and the logic of emotions. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I've when I've stepped into logic, it's made me emotional. And I've just felt like I, I just can't do that. Like I it's been this whole mess that I couldn't even it was a mess. Yeah. And um so I was in a situation recently where I started to get into my logic. I started to get into uh, fear. I started to get like nervous. I'm like, what, what do I do? And then I'm like, so I could feel myself having emotions. I could feel myself like getting nervous. And I'm like, 
okay, let's handle this right now. And my immediate response is, okay, how do I calm myself down? How do I make myself relaxed? How do I make myself like walk in peace? How do I do that? And then I'm like, all right, now watch. Here's the same question. I'm going to rephrase it. How do I get my thinking? How do I get my logic where it needs to be? Yeah. Right? How do I get peace to be in my thinking? Yeah. yeah. Kind of, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, how do, how do I do this? And then I'm like, you know, a couple of minutes go by and I'm like, not working. <laughs> and, and you're trying to take your thinking and go, I should be at peace. I should be at peace. Why am yeah. I not at peace? I, and your brain's going. <laughs> so then like, yeah. I'm like, I'm so pastor. I'm like, pastors told me I can control this. I'm not controlling this right now. And then I'm like starting to get like more nervous. Cause I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is not going well. Like I'm not doing this right. I'm trying to find the, I'm trying to figure out how to do this and I am failing. And, and then like, I remember, I remember pastor being like, just do it. And I'm like, I, okay, I know Marky, but we rejected that part. Because I'm like, I, yeah, I kind of remember that, but I've kind of, you know, put that to the side because that doesn't make sense. (laughs) It doesn't make logical sense to just step out in faith and trust God. Like, I got to understand why I'm trusting God. Like, Marky, we forgot that part. Don't bring that up. So, and then I'm like, well, it's not working, so let me just try that. (laughs) Like, let me, I run out of all other options. (laughs) <laughs> just being really honest. So I'm like, and this is the, yeah. a lot of this is in the flesh and stuff. So I know you guys, I know you have one too, okay? <laughs> if you are watching, you have a flesh too. Um, so this is what my flesh is saying and everything. I'm like, okay, yeah. let's just try it. Like, I'm just gonna do it. I'm going to decide. I'm like, this makes no sense to me. Correct. This makes no sense. I'm just going to be comfortable. I'm not gonna be nervous. I'm going to be. I'm going to be at rest, and I'm not going to try to, you know. And what you actually are saying right there is, I'm going to be comfortable by faith. I'm going to be comfortable even though I don't understand why I should be comfortable. But I'm going to take the Mm -hmm. promise, and I'm going to believe it even though I don't feel it and I don't understand it. Lord, I trust you more than my feelings. I trust you more than my logic. Yeah. That's what you just said. And I didn't know that. Like, at the time, yeah. I didn't know, like, this is faith. <laughs> like, that's not, going, that's not going across my brain, like, faith. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. I'm just like, just do it. Okay, we're going to do it because pastor said that. <laughs> like, I don't. Which is why I stopped telling you to just be in faith. I just, just do it. <laughs> and I'm hoping that in the moment when all else fails, You'll hear my words. Just do it. <laughs> Apparently, it worked. It, it, it worked. It worked. So I. So I'm like, okay, all all else has failed. Let me just do it. <laughs> so I did, and then like a little while goes by, and I realize I am more at rest than I was earlier. And I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> I'm like, I didn't. I didn't do any, I'm not even, I didn't figure out anything. Like, yeah. I'm, at, I'm at rest right now. And then I'm like, it's working. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then I yeah. continue, and I'm like, I'm so at yeah. peace. I'm so at rest. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the just do it thing works. 
like, oh my gosh, Pastor is right. And I'm like, of course he's right, Marky. My spirit's like, duh, <laughs> duh. I'm like, yes, it worked. It made so, no sense. So, you know, dynamically what happened in that moment yeah. is you, up to that point in the majority of circumstances, the source of your getting to peace was that you had to understand yeah. how peace could be available to you. You had to understand it. You had to logically. Yeah. But we're talking about a spiritual thing that your brain is not going to jive with. It's not yeah. going to be cool with. Because spiritual things don't make sense many yeah. times. Yeah. And so your brain's trying to figure out something spiritually. And, and watch this. How many times does the word say that it's going to look foolish to the flesh? How many times? Like, how many times does it have to tell us that our brain is not going to think this is cool? Yeah. Like, our logic's not going to agree with this. How many times yeah. does it have to tell us that before we actually go, oh, our brain is limited, and it's going to think what God tells me is foolish to do. And so our brain is trying to be yeah. the source and control that thing because we've made our logic our source instead of trusting God as our source and the wisdom of God our source. So until I understand it, I'm not stepping out in faith, you know. But what happened was you finally got to the place where you just threw your hands up and said, I give up. I yield to God. And and what now watch what happens. Yeah. What that is, that's a that's an action of faith. Yeah. You know, I, I hear it so many times. It's like I finally got to the point where I just gave up. I was like, that's when you won, wasn't it? Yep. Because I just trusted mm-hmm. God. And I see it all the time. It's like, and how many times I've heard this testimony over and over again. I was talking to the Lord. And I was like, Lord, I give up. And the, and the Lord speaks and goes, finally, yeah. <laughs> finally, you know, and yeah. why, why is that? In other words, oh, what you're doing is not working and it hasn't worked for years and years and years because you're yeah. operating by a, a mindset on the flesh, a mindset on logic, a mindset on how you feel. You know, you're, yeah. you're, you're looking, you're living by sight and by feelings, but not by faith. So in that moment, you give up, you you push that aside, and it's like, well, Lord, I just, I just, yeah. you got to handle it. Yeah. And what happens in that moment is you, under your own power, don't have enough to get it done, and that's being proven out. And same thing for me as well. I don't have enough to get it done by myself. Yeah. But what you're saying is, but Lord, I trust you to help me, and I'm just going to put on faith that I'm going to be at peace. And as soon as you do that. You actually, it's like you flip the light switch of the grace of God, and the grace of God comes in and goes, and and it just fills the room. It fills everything that you need. It's like, golly, that was easy. And then now you've learned how to think towards that in the future. Yeah. Read that verse. Proverbs 16, 3 says, commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. In the King James, it says, commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. It doesn't say, get your thoughts right first and then you'll, your way will be made. Yeah. It yeah. says, commit your way, commit your works, and then you'll know how to think about yeah. it. Yeah. So the third step is, mm-hmm. do what the Holy Spirit has told us to do, what yeah. he's already told us to do. Yeah. doesn't matter if you get it. doesn't matter if you understand it. He loves you. He loves you with an everlasting love. Just do what he's already told you to do. He told you to trust him. He told you to be anxious for nothing. He told yeah. you to, to you know, think on things worthy of praise, not think on things worthy of a lack of peace and yeah. a lack of praise. And yeah. so as soon as you just meditated on that, 
you know, 20 minutes rolls by and you're like, oh, wait a minute, I haven't been anxious for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, and what I've done a lot, apologize for this, is I have, you've told me something and I've logiced it out so much that I haven't just accepted it. And I've yeah. been like, mm-hmm. I've been like kind of, kind not not like, straightforward but kind of arguing with you a yeah. little bit because I've been like, well, what about this? Well, what about this? What? Yeah. what? And I'm talking about like godly principles, sort of. Yeah. I'm like, what about how do I do this? How do I do that? How do I do this? And wh- what's my normal answer to you when you start doing that now? Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm like, but I'm asking how. I am, you know, I'm like, to me, I'm like, I'm, and my brain's like, you're trying to learn. Like you're no. doing well. But what you're really doing is your logic and your brain is trying to be its own source. Yes. And yeah. you've got to not allow it to do that. And yeah. uh, golly, how many people have done it? How do yeah. I know to tell mm-hmm. you that? Because I went through the same yeah. thing. Right. I went through the exact same thing. It's like yeah. that's your brain trying to control because it's afraid to let go of control and yes. to trust God. Yes. That's what yeah. that is. And it literally, like in that operation, like I said, yes, I'm going. I was going to. I was trying to go back to scripture. I was trying to do things God's ways. But in that cycle of worldly, fleshly understanding that I was operating in, of how do I do this? How do I figure this out? And I'm making me my source. They're literally like I get to the other side of it. And I'm like, there was no faith. Yeah. Like none. Like, yeah. none. Yeah. Yes, I... It's all well, based off of what you see and feel. There's it. And can understand. So then when I actually just did it, and I operated, I didn't really realize it, but I operated in faith, I was able to see, like, there's been a contrasting massive lack of faith that yeah. I've operated in because I've operated in logic so much. Like, they don't yeah. go together. Like, the, in the way that I was doing it, it wasn't like... Like, I'm right. thinking, I, I'm in faith, but I'm looking back now, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I have blocked faith so much, pridefully thinking I'm, I'm in Being faith. Being holy. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing yeah. things right. I am, yeah. I am getting wisdom. I am mm-hmm. getting understanding. And I'm, like, that's how my brain was. Of, yeah. I, I want to do things right. I want to do things yeah. God's way but completely throwing faith into the trash can. Yeah, and that's why I'll, I'll see people many times. I'm sitting there saying something, and I'll start seeing the wheels turning, start seeing their logic turn on to try and piece everything together. I'm like, stop. Just listen. Just listen. Let yeah. the ano- It's so much easier. Let the anointing teach your brain this, not you teach the anointing how it's supposed to work for you. Mm. Let the anointing teach your brain this, right? Yeah. Not you figure it out and and then tell the anointing how it's going to work for you, which is really what's happening right now. <laughs> Stop that little process. And but how many people have done? Oh my gosh! Do you know how much I've done that in yeah. the past? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And so. it, it it's the humility that opens it up. And yeah. normally, thankfully, I've had. I've gotten to the point of a wake-up call when you've been like, stop it. Or you've been like, you're being controlling. 
And then I'm like, oh, snap, that's really bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, no, I'm being controlling. Okay, this I is, don't like this, that. <laughs> this is why most of the American church doesn't believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Because yeah. they don't understand it. Their logic won't let them go. They're mm-hmm. living by sight and not living by faith in what he said. And they're trying to control the order of things instead of letting the Holy Spirit control them. Yeah. It's that exact process and it's holding people back. Yeah. Well, I can say this because I've—I mean, I've done it a ton as well. Yeah. But like this process, the logic process that we've been talking about, it's what the Pharisees did. Correct. He told, he told me that the other day. <laughs> Glory to God. Like, confirmation. I was like, what about? Yeah. What about? It's the word. Like, and he's like, the Pharisees knew the word. Like, yeah. The Pharise- I, like, I don't. I don't know if if Holy Spirit told me that <laughs> one day or Pastor did, but either way, it sounded like, the same. Like, that's what the Pharisees said. <laughs> it, it hurts. Like, <laughs> I just remembered that moment when I heard it. I was like, oh no. <laughs> grief but only because I've been cut with it before (laughs) myself (laughs) but I really got breakthrough when I just stopped trying to understand it all because like like just one specific example is like for years and years I like the Lord calls us you know whether we're called to the fivefold or not to pray for the sick and see them recover so I I said that is one of my goals and for years, like, I mean, I would hear teaching. Mean, there's tons of teaching on healing, and I've been in a lot of it. And I just, I was like, I know it's supposed to work, but how? What exactly, what steps do I need to take to ready myself to do this? And for years, like, Trust I tried God. to, like, <laughs> what? Trust God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Believe God. And uh, I tried to, like, okay, and like, every sermon. <laughs> <laughs> every sermon, I would be like, Making like a you know Venn diagram in my mind of okay they said this they said this too so this must be true and I all this crazy stuff trying to get myself to the perfect point where I could pray for people from that point forward and we were all good and then one day the <laughs> Lord led me to this teaching uh, faith to raise the dead and um, I had heard the teaching before is the thing I had heard it before years before actually and. He led me to it at a certain time, and I listened to it, and it just hit me how simple it was of just (laughs) do it. (laughs) Like, just pray for them, and it's up to God. Like, it's up to Jesus to heal them. It's It's not up to me to heal them. I don't need to ready myself and get in the perfect place of, okay, I haven't sinned for 30 days. I've repented every time I've sinned, and I've really meant it and been in mourning because I sinned. Or, you know, I've readied myself. It's not up. To me, it's just up to me to pray for them, and he's got the rest handled. And it hit me that day that I don't need to, you know, try to do all this stuff. I just need to do what he's told me to do already. And it doesn't just apply to that. And after that, things got a lot simpler. Yeah. Of it's not. It doesn't just apply to healing. It applies to being in peace every single day. It applies to, you know, being led in what you say according to Holy Spirit. It, it's everything, everything in the word because it's faith. <laughs> and without faith, it's impossible to please God. I was like, this is faith? I feel like I've been doing faith wrong. <laughs> How many years of my life? <laughs> but it's so simple. I remember 
One of the biggest highlights to this that I really started to see it differently, and it helped me to see it, was when we first started pastoring, and people would come up to me, and they'd be like, I'm believing for this. And I'm, and I'm sitting there, and I'd already come to the place where the Lord had told me, he's like, I didn't call you to be a man void of faith. If they say they're believing for it, stand with them and agree with it. But they'd say, I'm believing for such and such. And I'd be thinking on the inside, <laughs> you've lost your mind. Like, you're crazy. That's never going to happen. And then it would happen. Because I'm thinking, they, they don't have this. They don't know this about faith. They don't know this about the Word. They just got born again. They, they hardly know the Holy Spirit is a person. Like, they, they don't know anything about this. They don't understand how faith works. They don't understand how healing works. Yeah. They're not getting this. No way. And then they get healed. They, and they come to pass. I'm like... Son of a gun. Like, what is wrong with this? Yeah. I was like, something in my thinking is wrong, right? Because that should not be possible. And here they are walking around like a kid at Christmas, and I'm here irritated and frustrated like a bent Pharisee. And I'm like, what is wrong with this? Yeah, like they're, I was like, and, and then it's kind of like what we were talking about on Sunday. It's like, I've been here working all day in the field, and you're blessing them. They just got here. <laughs> I was like, I've been studying the Word and studying faith, and I'm yeah. thinking there's no way they're going to get They don't have revelation of this. <laughs> no, the, what they had a revelation of, God is good, and I trust Him. Yeah. And I'm going to do what He said. <laughs> like a child, yeah. you enter into the kingdom of God. <laughs> Not like a... a untrusting, controlling, fearful adult. Okay. <laughs> well, and it's so self-righteous to be like, it is. hello, Lord, um, I am coming before this person who needs healing right yes. now, and um, I am bringing my rags. <laughs> I am bringing my righteousness and my ability. Yeah. Hello, Lord, I haven't yeah. sinned for yeah, 30 correct. days. Yeah. Like, um, by by my righteousness, I'm going to go heal this person right now, and you're going to bless it, right? <laughs> so you it, you know my I realize my logic is not working. Yeah. Like yeah. their lack of logic apparently is working. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so I'm like they don't even know. <laughs> they don't know. You know, all they they only needed to know one thing. Right. Jesus Christ and Him crucified. He paid the price. Yeah. He loved us enough to pay the price, and how. With him, Romans eight thirty two. How with him uh, would he not freely give us all things? Yeah. How would he give us Jesus and not freely give us everything else? Yeah. How how would that happen? You know, <laughs> Nicole's laughing because I did the heart symbol. <laughs> Love you, praying for you. So, but and and that's just it. I'm sitting there trying to figure out what they know yeah. logically, which is the very thing I'm supposed to be against. I'm supposed to be for the knowing it by the Spirit. and uh, But I was all, counting all of my logic as, you know, feathers in my cap, that that's what got me healed. It was by works. In other words, no wonder my faith wasn't working. No wonder theirs did because they weren't going after what they knew and what they were doing. They yeah. just said, you know, Lord, I trust you. And, yeah. I'd watch, and I, I literally saw that happen like five times in a row. I was like, I've got some bad theology. Yeah. As much as I know, I'm wrong. It reminds me of when Jesus would say to people. <laughs> it reminds me of when Jesus would say to people. Jesus wouldn't say, "How much of the law do you know?" He would say, "Who yeah. do you say that I am?" Right. He's ta- he's asking. That's a great point. He's Mark. asking yeah. their spirit. Who do you, you have? 
No, you may have no reason to know yeah. this. You may yeah. not. He's not asking the Pharisees. Yeah. He's asking regular people, who yes. do you say that I am? I'm yeah. asking for revelation right now. Yeah. This topic right here has the ability to set to take pretty much like 99.9% of the population to a like point 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 zero zero one percent that actually has revelation of what we're talking about. Yeah. And it has the ability to take so many people higher. But how yeah. many people know it and are listening to it? You know, and hearing the anointing from the scripture about this. It, this is what we need to get a hold of. We got to trust God and we got to know how to operate. Stop living by the logic of the world. There's a higher way. God, think about this. God gave us a way to crack into the supernatural and not be limited to the fleshly. And yeah. then if you think about this, if you go back, I think it's Genesis 11 where Babel was. If you go back there, they, they literally, they were made so much in the image of God that even under the curse, God said they can do anything they set their mind to. Right. Right? They, now watch this. Not by the spirit, by the flesh. And, but he knew that if they utilized their mind to get ahead, they would eventually end in destruction, total annihilation and destruction. So out of his love, he basically said, I've got to give you another way to think and to operate in, uh, and that has to be, I have to be the source of that. Pure love has to be the source of that, or otherwise you're going to end up in total annihilation and destroy yourselves yeah. thinking that you're doing it right. And so he puts a cap on fleshly thinking. So that's why there's a cap there. There's always a cap on fleshly, worldly thinking. He says I'm, they can only go so far. He confuses their language. There's a cap on worldly logic. That's why it doesn't work even to this day. Yeah. Um, it worked before Babel, I believe. It would have worked then because he says they can do anything they set their mind to, right? Yeah. But their, their heart was wrong because they said, I want to make a name for myself. They, they wanted the glory and didn't want to give it to God and that would have destroyed them. That would have brought them to their destruction. So think about that. He kept the, the logic in, of the flesh so that we wouldn't be destroyed. Well, doesn't that line up with the original scripture that we read? The mindset on the flesh is death. It yeah. leads to destruction. But the mindset on the spirit is life and peace. He said, let me show you a way that you can tap into the supernatural and do all things but you won't be destroyed by it. So it's so much It's so much of a better way, and God gave it to us in his love so we wouldn't be destroyed by it. And if you notice, if we try to live by that, isn't it condemning? Isn't yeah. it really restrictive yeah. in that yeah. way? But when you operate by the Spirit, it's so freeing. It's so peaceful. Like, I mean, like your story, how much better was it when you it did so, that? It made no sense, but it was so much better. Yeah, so much <laughs> it easier. Was, so much was it easy? It was so, <laughs> it, to my flesh, it was yeah. too easy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, to your fleshly logic, it was too easy. That's who God is. It's too easy. When you're doing it right, yeah. that's why he said, come to me. He said, my yoke is easy and light. Yeah. And so if it's not easy and light, that's an indicator we're doing something the wrong way. And when we operate by spirit, oh my goodness, so much easier, so much better. And uh, that's the thing. So don't be limited by that anymore. Let me pray for you. Father, right now, Lord, we just praise you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for giving yeah. us a better way, a way that doesn't lead to destruction. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a way that leads to life and peace. 
and when we set our mind on you and we don't limit ourselves to what we see and how we feel, we don't limit ourselves to that. We thank you for it. We praise you for it. And we give you the glory. Thank you, Father, for your supply. And Father, today we just ask you uh, to help us take, take the shackles off, Lord. Take the shackles off of our thinking. Help us go to new heights in you and let us do all things by the Spirit of God. Holy Spirit, dis disclose all things to us. We ask you for that. And your word says, if we'll ask you for wisdom, you are giving it. Don't let, we don't have to waver in faith. We should never waver in faith that you're not going to give us wisdom. You will give us wisdom. So, Father, we receive that, and by faith we have it now. We take hold of it. You're giving it to us by through our spirit, man, and the anointing. You're causing us to know and not be limited by fleshly logic and emotions anymore. In Jesus' name, we thank you for it. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Did you get something out of it? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Did you get something out of it? Listen, share the broadcast. There's people that need to hear today's message. Yes. Guaranteed. This yeah. is one that people need to hear. And the anointing was on it to bring that across. And uh, we love you so very much. Like, share, subscribe. If you would like to give today, uh, you can go to giveww.org. You can uh, sow into the gospel uh, for Christ's namesake and for the gospel's sake, you can sow uh, there today. What I'm going to do is I'm going to release, I'm going to let Hannah actually pray and bless anybody that's giving today. I'm going to let her pray over that and bless it. And we love you so very much. We will see you soon and uh, see you tomorrow at 1130. We love you so much. Here's Hannah to pray over that. And uh, you can go to giveww.org. We love you. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone. Well, thank you, Lord, for this word. Thank you, Father, for your provision on every seed sown today. Lord, let it be an abundance of people's hearts and a partnership to this word. Lord, take them higher and flowing with your spirit. Take them higher and getting out of their heads. Lord, bless every seed. Let it be pressed down, shaken together, running over, Lord. Let their harvest be quick and abundant, and let it break their nets in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it, Lord. Amen.